Welcome back to another week of Eye of the Storm, a Guelph Storm podcast with myself, Ryan Drury, the voice of the Guelph Storm on Rogers TV. And I'm very pleased to be joined by another member of the team, a guy whose career has been all Guelph all the time, a Guelph native playing for his hometown storm. Jake Carabella joins me on the show this week. Jake, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you doing this, my friend. Obviously, as I said, you grew up in Guelph. You're a Guelph kid. I'm I'm sure you were probably a Storm fan as a kid. What's that like to be able to not only play junior hockey and and play at home, but play for your hometown team? That's got to be a pretty special feeling that not a lot of guys get to experience. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like you said, I mean, obviously, my whole my whole life I've been in here in Guelph and at home. So, um, very fortunate that uh, I still get my mom's home and cooking and stuff like that. And the um, still hanging out with my childhood friends and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I can't complain. I'm pretty happy where I am. I would certainly say so. And your play would definitely speak to that. You've been a really great member of the offense here for a couple seasons now. And, uh, you know, you mentioned obviously getting to stay at home, mom's cooking and everything. Do you have a particular special dish that you'd miss if you weren't in Guelph? Um, I don't know what specific dish. I just think, um, I don't know. I, I really like steak. So she, she cooks really good steak. I'll give her that. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely miss that. That's awesome, man. Hey, nothing wrong with a good steak. Let's go. That's perfect. Obviously, you know, growing up, you were playing, I know, uh, your minor hockey and prior to junior, you know, playing for the Guelph junior Griffins program. Tell us a little bit about what that was like growing up and playing in Guelph minor hockey. Yeah, uh, no, I think from a very young age, whenever uh, Tyke was or whenever that first year rep was, I think I was seven, seven or eight years old. Um, and at that point, we were still we were still the Guelph Storm. So we had uh, the Guelph Storm jerseys and all that stuff. So that was really cool. Um, and then obviously made the transition to the Guelph Griffins, uh, the university team and wore those jerseys. So I have to say I'm a bigger fan of the Storm jerseys, but um, it was it was it was pretty cool to switch. Um, and, you know, not much. I think just. Even this year, we had to practice over the West End a little bit, and it was just kind of going back to my roots, just where minor hockey was and, and practicing there. So that was that was definitely really cool. Growing up, you know, and being in town and having the storm around, I'm sure that you might have, you know, had a couple players that you looked up to on the team when you were a young man. Are there any guys that stick out from when you were a kid that were playing on the team? Um, Yeah, I think uh, back in 2014, that was a great team. I think a lot of guys, Robbie Fabry, uh, Matt Finn, um just guys like that and especially in the playoffs really looked up to those guys I think Fabry I think was my favorite player uh in 2014 and then in 2018 2019 uh obviously with the, the comeback kids there that were just unbelievable um you can't go wrong with Suzuki you can't go wrong with and whistle um guys like that so it was definitely pretty cool now, I, I would ask you uh, if, if you had a favorite NHL team, but I don't need to do that because, of course, you do. It's the Washington Capitals, just like me. A fifth-round pick a couple years ago. Uh, you know, you've had a pretty uh, pretty fairy tale start to your career. You know, a hometown kid in Guelph, you get to play for the Storm, and then you get your name called in the NHL, and, and where better to go than the Washington Capitals? Uh, what was that experience like, having your name called? in an NHL draft yeah I mean obviously it's a dream come true every kid dreams of that so it was very special to share that with my family and um I think it's it's at, at that time a sigh of relief but then when, uh, once it's over with the next day it gets going and it's not nothing really changed it's just a, it's a grind from there so 
the work's definitely not done. There's a lot of work to be done, um, but definitely a, a surreal moment. Prior to that, in that in your draft year, you did get to go and play in the top prospects game. You scored a beautiful goal as well in that game. I'm sure you remember. It was a great breakaway. What was that experience like being invited out with the the best prospects in the country, and you know, obviously having the uh, the guest coaches? It's it's a big event. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, those three days were probably one of the coolest three days I've had in my life. I think just getting to meet the top players, like you said, from the Q, from the W, and from the O, obviously. Um, getting to know them off the ice um, and then competing with them on the ice as well. So, uh, I was, again, very fortunate to be invited there. And, uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to have a, have a pretty good game. Yeah, you certainly did. I remember it well. We were watching on TV and we were all very excited when you scored. And I'm excited to hopefully someday see you score some goals for the Washington Capitals. Um, I know you've been down to some development camps. What's that experience been like going down to Washington? It's one of the, you know, most prolific cities in the world. And to go down there and have development camp, I'm sure has been a pretty cool experience. Yeah, no, it's it's been awesome the last two times I've been there. Um, I think it's obviously world-class organization i think you can see that on through development camp i mean obviously it's a grind it's not easy but um when you're competing like that and you're battling like that it's, it's a lot of fun but um yeah no i think 14 or 15 16 years of hockey my hips have never been so sore and i remember my first development camp i was in shambles my my hips were not not being kind to me but uh it just shows you what that next level is like and how top-notch it is what sort of things did you pick up there that, you know, the coaches and instructors maybe told you that you've tried to incorporate and add to your game? I think just the little details. I think they're, they're very, very high in the details, just stuff like board battles, protecting the puck, uh, possessing the puck, not throwing it away. Um, and then as well as as simple as just finishing hits, I think you don't have to blow somebody up, but if you can just get a bump on someone and gain body position, just stuff like that. Um, keeping in mind all the details, not just not always the glamorous goals or stuff like that, but the little things that'll get you there. So outside of, you know, people on the ice that you've looked up to over the years, a lot of work has gone into getting you here off the ice as well. Who are some people that uh, really helped you get to this point that you'd maybe like to give a shout out to? Yeah. Um, I think uh, back to uh, minor hockey, I think it was my minor bantam year. I don't know what year that U15, maybe U U14, maybe. I think that's what they call him now, but um, no, I was fortunate enough to uh, work with uh, Vinny Morente and Cass Morente, and they were awesome, just based out of Kitchener at uh, Redline there, Redline Gym, so uh, big credit goes out to them on the early on stage, and they really believed in me, and um, they really pushed me to be who I am today as well, and then obviously got to give recognition to Adam Martin at Pursuit, I think um, this past year and the last couple of years, been working out there, and he's helped me take that to the next level as well, and Obviously, him working with the Storm throughout the year, so it's a familiar face to to work out with. One of the things that's always stuck out to me about your game, Jake, is your skating ability, and I don't think that's a surprise to you. I'm sure that scouts have told you that, too. You are one of the better skaters in the league. You can really fly out there. Was that kind of a God-given gift, or was that something you had to work on from a young age? Because your skating is very, very high-end. Uh, thank you. I think... Um... I think I've always been a, a pretty good skater. Um, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to have that, I guess you could say. Um, but I think at a young age, like six, seven, eight, um, we used to get up at 6 a.m. in the morning before school, and I used to do power skating at the U of G uh, with uh, the U of G figure skating coach, Janet Gibson. So 
Um, every, I think it was 6 a.m. Thursdays, I used to get up. My dad or my grandma would drive me. I hated getting up, but uh, I think obviously it paid off, and I'm very fortunate that my dad made me do that. So a lot of credit goes to him for getting me up and make getting me up, making me do that. So, no, I think just a lot of a lot of years of power skating, a lot of sticking with it, and obviously it's paid off, and I won't stop now. You've got some pretty good skills with your stick as well. You got some slick mitts out there. We see all the plays that you can try and make out there and you have vision with the puck that uh, is pretty special. You know, it's something that a lot of players wish they had. Um, you know, we've heard lots over the years about different routines that guys do like Ryan O'Reilly's got some pretty weird stuff that he tries out stuff like that. Was there anything that you've ever tried out doing that kind of sticks out in terms of, you know, enhancing that stick handling ability? Um, I think when I was younger, just in the garage, just stick handling, just kind of screwing around in the garage, sticking over pucks. Or uh, my dad used to make um, those stick handling things with the pucks and the stick, where he'd screw them together and just stick handle through those. Um, and then obviously in minor hockey too, you have like those uh, little hard stick handling balls that all the all the coaches and parents would hate when you used to shoot them at the boards. But um, no, I used to stick handle those all the time at home and I was bored, just throw my headphones on. Um, and then now obviously fortunate enough to be on the ice every day. So, uh, you don't get, you get a lot of practice on the ice, uh, just screwing around and sticking around passing with teammates. So, uh, just little things like that. I remember watching videos of Pavel Datsuk and he used to take a 10 pound dumbbell and slide it down the shaft of his stick and stick handle with that in practice. And I was like, that's crazy, but it clearly worked out for him. He must've been doing something right. Yeah. He's, he's one of a kind. I mean, they call him, they don't call him the magician for nothing. So. Yeah, he's, he's the greatest stick handler I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Jake, obviously, you know, you've been a core part of this Guelph Storm group that's really been building up over the last couple of years into what we see now, which is a very competitive, gritty, hardworking team. You're the best defensive team in the OHL. I know you guys pride yourselves on the details like we were talking about a little earlier. Um you know, what's your opinion of the team this year? Because you guys, last year, you went through a lot of ups and downs and ended up putting together a great run toward the playoffs. And this year, you guys have had a much better start. Your special teams are great. How are you feeling about the group this year, Jake? Yeah, I think, um, like you mentioned last year, we had, a, we had a terrible start. And I think then, obviously, we had a great finish. So I think just building off that culture that we started last year, um, getting, like you said, the core group of guys back and, hopefully teaching our young guys that same culture and can hopefully pass that forward as well. But um, this year, I think, like you said, I think we're, we just, we're a hard working gritty team. I think we don't like to be outworked. And um, if you can possess the puck and win battles and do all the little things, right. Then you won't have to chase the game as much. So as uh, simple as face-offs too, we really pride ourselves on face-off ready, not, not just the centers, but the wingers as well, getting in there and helping. Um, no, I think our, we got probably the, the hardest working group in the O um, obviously, like you said, very defensive and very structurally sound. I think for us, it's it's willing to willing to eat a pill or, or block a shot when nobody else is, and I think that that's why our team is so tight and so uh, um, so good at hard work and stuff like that. You mentioned faceoffs, Jake, and I'm kind of glad you did because I wanted to bring this up with you. I don't know if you realize this. You're literally one of the best faceoff men in the CHL right now. Your faceoff numbers this year, and Mark Perry's always singing your praises, our, our color guy, uh, every time he can. When you step out for a faceoff, he's usually saying, oh, bet on this one getting one. Um, your faceoff numbers have really exploded this year. 
have you been doing anything different? Like, did you pick up on some new tricks? Like what's going so well for you at the dot this year, man? Um, I think, uh, I, I played center growing up when I was younger and obviously, obviously faceoffs are way different in minor hockey than they are in the OHL and then even further in the NHL. But, um, I think just this year, obviously getting the opportunity to take more faceoffs and having that experience in practice, but also just every day in practice too, like Corey Locke will, will come out and drop like 20 pucks for sheets when we battle against each other and he gives techniques a lot too. So credits to Corey there. Um, and then when I went to Washington, I remember I took a couple face-offs against the Hershey guys and couldn't believe how strong they were in the face-off dot. So I kind of realized I had to, had to step up and be a little stronger on my stick there. So um, obviously it's paid off and a lot of credit also goes to my wingers. Like I said, they hold up, they get in there and they bump those tie-ups back. So a lot of credit goes to them too. I, I mentioned, obviously, and this is a key part of your face-off game, but the penalty kill, it got talked about a lot last year. You know, it, it struggled. You guys are one of the best, if not the best, penalty kill unit this year. You're out there quite a bit for it. Uh, what's changed out there? Because the numbers you guys are putting up and and bigger than that, not letting other teams put up, has been very, very impressive and held you guys in a lot of games. Yeah, I think um, this year, I think we're just a dog and a bone. I think um, we were just stick on puck, making sure we're in lanes, blocking shots, the willingness to block shots. Um, and then, obviously, once one guy goes, we all go. So, I think it's just being on the same page as everybody else, reading off each other. Um, any ball with puck, we're going. And then, obviously, if they have possession, then pick and choose when you're going to go or, or get in the lane and block a shot. But I think, no, it's just, like you said, again, we talked about it a lot. It sounds cliche, but the details, I think we're – we're really good about getting in the lanes, blocking shots, and really good at uh, sticks on pucks. And then if we have the chance, down ice pressure, because if you can waste 30 seconds out of your zone, then it's 30 seconds less you have to worry about. We've talked a lot about your game and some of the things that make up who you are on the ice. Were there any guys growing up in the NHL that you watched that you really thought, man, I'd love to model my game after that guy? Yeah, I think obviously when you're younger and you're growing up kind of my age, you always watch Sid. Um, I think obviously everybody wanted to model their game after Sid. And uh, as you get older, you might not realize that you might not be able to be like Sid, but I think you can definitely take, take some characteristics from him and apply them to yours. But no, I used to just watch him. If he was out there for a shift, even if he didn't have the puck, you should just shadow him and watch him on my couch, watching the game with my dad. But no, I think you look at him. He's just the best overall player. I think we've seen in the last, I don't know, 20, 18 years, something like that. So, just the way he thinks the game, the where, where he is on the ice, his ability to find soft spots, his ability to make plays before he gets the puck, um, just stuff like that. I think just awareness in general is what I try to take away from him. Yeah, he's a freak, and, I mean, he's turned into one of the best players ever. Just just a word of advice, don't say that too loud in Washington. If you're in the D.C. <laughs> area, keep, yeah, that's true, that's true. Keep, keep that down. Just talk about Ovi's one-timer, all right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. You know – I do wonder, I've asked some of your teammates this, you know, hockey players, they can, they can sometimes be a, a superstitious bunch. Do you have any weird equipment superstitions? Is there a particular way you want to tape your stick? Is there anything that you're, you're very, very particular about on game days that you still do today? Um, I mean, not really. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty boring. I think I, I like take a nap on game days, stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I love taking a nap and then hopping in the shower real quick and then grabbing. Usually it's pasta and chicken I eat before every game. Um, and then if it's, if we have morning skate before a game, I always get um, Jake McCurcher, our equipment manager, 
he uh, he tapes my stick for morning skates, and it can be anything. Like it could be one strip in the middle, one strip on the toe, three strips on on the heel. It could be a whack job of a tape job, but uh, he always tapes it for morning skates, and I go out there and I use that for morning, and then obviously I change it for the game. But uh, other than that, no, I think that's that's about it. It's just the tape in the morning, morning skates. Are you a white tape guy or a black tape guy? What do you prefer? So my whole life, I I use black. Uh, I I hated white when I was younger. And then uh, I never knew about thick, thick tape. I never knew about thick white or thick black. So I always use the thin stuff. Um, then when I came to the O, uh, I stuck with my black. And then when McCurcher, Jake McCurcher, our equipment manager, he was on my, he was on my ass about uh, getting white tape. So I tried the white tape the one game. I think I scored in that game and I just, I stuck with it ever since. So I use thick white now. I wanted to ask you, yeah, cause I've noticed you with a bit of both at times and uh, it's been pretty much white here forward so yeah no it's yeah. it's interesting how guys can kind of change it there's a definitely a tape superstition you don't score yeah. for a few games got to change it you know yeah. uh you know you're probably the most uh perfect guy on the team i would say to ask this question i've asked some of the other guys and you of all people are probably the best one to answer this because you're a native of the town what's so special about the city of oh. guelph and playing in guelph I think, I mean, just the the whole the whole culture of the city. I think it's just like you look at our our attendance, you look at our fans, and you know we have probably the best attendance, or if not one of the best attendance in the league. I think if if our rink can hold more like London or Kitchener, I think we would be first in the league for attendance. So uh, I think our fans are just un- unbelievable and unreal. And even as a kid, like uh, I remember loving the Gulf Storm growing up, and I think it's the same as kids are now. And, um, you walk up and down the streets and you got people wearing tukes, the Gulf storm, you got them wearing mittens or scarves or whatever. But I think the city just, it just bleeds Gulf storm hockey. And, um, obviously they're, uh, they contribute to a huge, huge, a lot of our success. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And for the record, Guelph third in average attendance right now behind only Kitchener in London. So I agree if, if the ring was a little yeah. bigger, it would be full. Um, and it, it's a great atmosphere to be in. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about yourself too. You know, I've been asking your teammates, uh, the musical tastes. I'm getting a lot of country, a lot of country, little, little bit of EDM stuff, but it's, it seems like it's a pretty country heavy room. Are you falling into that category too? What are you putting on? If you've got control of the box? Um, well, I'll, I'll never take control of the box first off. I think, I don't think my music will be, uh, will satisfy everybody, but um no i think in, in the room it's, it's mostly country we got a little bit of edm a little bit of rap a little bit of everything really um but me personally like i, lo- I like country a lot like you said but uh i have a soft spot I really like uh pop i think if you go back in like 2015 2014s like katie perry taylor swift stuff like that like i'll never never play that in front of those guys unless we have a big win or something like that but uh, I, I love those songs those songs really get me going Hey man, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I'm a big T Swift guy. I'm a big metalhead first, but I love T Swift too. I'll dip in. I got a couple records. Come on, uh, we we can admit that. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of country answers. I'm waiting for one of you guys to join me on the metal side. Where I'm waiting. Yeah. One one of you will join me on the dark side here soon. I think. Obviously, Jake, you know, there's uh, a lot of long bus trips in the O. Uh, are you a big Netflix guy or a streaming guy? Are there any shows that you're really attached to or that you've enjoyed over the last couple of years? Um, so funny story with this. Um, my rookie year, 
Um, I obviously being a being a first year guy and a rookie, um, I was I was pretty loud on the bus. I was uh, a little a little bit uh, obnoxious, a little bit loud. Like to laugh, like to have some fun. And the guy, the coaches used to always tell me to quiet down and not talk so much and stuff like that. So over the last couple of years, I think I've I've gotten real real really good at that. I think I just plug my earphones in and uh, I listen to music usually most of the time or yeah Netflix stuff like that. But Nothing too serious, just movies like um, Den of Thieves, stuff like that, like those type of movies. Um, really like those, so I try to try to pick that uh, that type of genre. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. Den of Thieves, quality film. There you go. No, that's perfect, man. You know, I've tried to, I've tried to learn a little bit more about you guys in these interviews, and what I've collected so far that seems to be a pretty common theme. It's made it into a few of the episodes, particularly with your captain. I've been told that Bonesy is the best Chell player in the locker room. Can you confirm that? And where would you rank yourself? I don't know. I, that's a tough question because, I mean, back in like back in the day, I used to be unbelievable. So I don't know, but uh, I think he's he's had my, he's had my number for sure. Okay. Um, you can put McGuire up there. McGuire is pretty good. I've heard that. Um. Nemestikov, no, I don't think he's that good. Um, <laughs> shout out to Nemo. Um, Bushy, Bushy had an upset over Bigsy a couple times, so put, we got okay. to give some respect to Bushy there. Um, but no, I think I think you're right. I think Bones has got it, and then Bigsy, and then I put myself up there with them. But yeah, Bonesy's Bonesy's had a lot of guys' numbers. So you're probably in the top three. You're just a cut below. I'd say so. I'd say so. I think some guys might disagree, but I'd put myself top three. I'm okay, my best. Well, I'm my best. I'm top three. Okay. I, I, I like that. I like that you're humble and you can admit that. I've had yeah. a couple guys tell me that Bonesy's the king here, and I don't know how we'll go about doing it, but I would love to challenge a couple of you guys because I'm pretty good. All right. All right. I'm I'm pretty good at Chell, so I would uh, I would like to orchestrate something. We'll figure it out. Um, Obviously, you know, the, the team – you know, you guys have scored a lot um, in recent years and you're off to a great start. I know you got off to a bit of a slow start and you weren't very happy with that, but you've really heated up lately. Scoring goals, it's fun. Is there a goal song if the team let you pick one that, you know, I know NHL team, Washington lets the guys do it. You might have to be prepared here. Is there a yeah. song that sticks out to you? Um, Song like, like for the team in general? Like, mm, I don't know, I think. Well, even for yourself, um, if you score a personal goal song. Personal goal song. And you can say Katy Perry or Taylor Swift on here. This is a safe space, Jake. Um I don't know. I feel like I feel like a good goal song would be uh uh Hey Baby by uh Pitbull. Yeah, I, I think that's okay. Cool. I think that would be a good one. Um and then what was the what was the world junior song for Canada a couple of years ago? What was that one? I can't, can't think of the name. Are you uh, talking about the, Hey, Hey, yeah. baby. Ooh. That, ah. that was good. I like that. Um, what else? Um, um, I, you know what? Let's throw some Taylor Swift in there. We'll go with shake it off. I feel like that'd get, that'd get the crowd going and dancing a little bit. So I, I like, like it. I like it. Hey, I, I think that's a great choice. We're going to have to we're, we might have to with some of the answers I'm getting here. We might have to talk to the team brass about just letting you guys have your own songs here. What, what other answers have you done? Uh, well, a lot of country, 
to be yeah. fair, a lot of stuff I don't know. A lot of Luke yeah. Bryan. Quite yeah, a bit yeah, of that. I, that. I can see that, yeah. Zach Brown band I've had, you know, yeah, there's there's some diversity there. Yeah, but I think okay. it would be good if you if you mixed in the pop stuff. It would get yeah. the fans going. I like it. One thing I've been asking your teammates, I don't know if you've watched any of these, but one thing I've been very interested to do is ask your teammates, and I'll ask you now. I want you to put yourself in your dream lineup, your dream starting lineup. You're obviously at center, so I'd like you to give me two wingers, two D, and a goaltender. It could be anybody. Teammates, doesn't have to be NHL guys, but it could be anybody. You're playing center. Who's out there starting the game with you? Oh. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Hedman and Yossi on the blue line. Oh, wow. I think, I think those are two really good puck moving guys that can give me the puck in the middle. So I'll take that from them. Um, on the right side, give me Pasternak. Nice. And then on the left. Jake, be careful here. Give me number eight. Thank you. Give me number eight. Yes. The last thing. Have That's them. a safe answer. Those those two snipers on the wings would would uh would, would generate some some good apples for me. So I think that's I uh, think that'd so. be a pretty sick lineup. Who's gonna start in goal for you? Let's go, Brain Gillespie. I think I think he's earned it. I think he's earned. It. I think uh, I got my faith in him, and we're gonna ride. I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's a good teammate. Hey, for, hey, the way Friday Night Lights is playing, there's nothing wrong with throwing him back there. Hey, yeah. what's up? Yeah. I love it, Jake. I really appreciate you doing this, my friend. You guys have been playing great. It's been fun to watch you develop over the last couple of years. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I'm sure I told you when it happened. I was thrilled when the Washington Capitals picked you. I had a bit of a, a fun connection there because I'm a huge Caps fan. So keep working hard. And uh, I, I'm thrilled that I'm going to see you in the NHL someday, my friend. So keep on going. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Jake Carabello, the Guelph Storm. Remember, you can find this show by searching Eye of the Storm, a Guelph Storm podcast on YouTube. You can find it on Spotify and Apple as well. You can also visit the team website to find links to it. And hey, if you want tickets, come down and see Jake and the Guelph Storm play this year. Visit guelphstorm.com or the ticket office at the Sleeman Center. We'll be back next week with more Eye of the Storm.